Because this year's Christmas Day falls on Sunday, this is 2022's last episode of Orange Lounge Radio. Next time you hear my voice, it will be during the shrill, sobering wake-up on the first day of 2023. Tonight, we bring you the trickle of news that has happened during this otherwise quiet wind-down of the year and some fun discussion of our year in video gaming. For myself, your hosts, Rob Roberts, Jamie Summers, and Loki, we hope these holidays have been, are, and will be pleasant. Now, let's get on with the show, where every gamer has a voice... Hello, my friends out there on the internet. Welcome back to another week of the show where every gamer has a voice. It is Orange Lounge Radio. We are live once again, December the 25th of 2022 with episode number 942 of our show. Yes, we are that dedicated enough to be here on December the 25th. My name is Rob Roberts, and with me on this special day, say hello to Dark Sakura or Jamie Summers. Happy last night of Hanukkah. Happy last night of Hanukkah to you as well. Uh, wh- wh- where's the big uh, fire? I don't see it in the background, though. It must be in the other room. Um, do you see all of the stuff I have in here? I don't want to start a fire. <laughs> I understand. That's true. That's true. I mean, I do have a battery powered one that I put in my window. Oh, oh there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but and 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 Bobby is completely wrong. Die Hard is not the best Christmas movie. That would be Gremlins. Yeah, my favorite Christmas movie would be either Batman Returns or Female Trouble because uh, with Divine about her cha cha heels in the beginning of the movie, I think is is the feel good Christmas scene we all need this time of year. Uh, say hello I'm as go with gremlins. <laughs> say hello as well to the feel good OLR host. Say hello to Techmaster Loki. Hello. Hi Loki. How are you? I'm doing fine. Good. How was your How was your day? Did you do anything to celebrate today? Um, just I had the kids open up gifts, and then I've been setting up their stuff all day long. Well, mostly cleaning my son's room. What were the What were that. the big gifts? Did you get him anything gaming related? Uh, yeah. So, well, I had a laptop that I got my son last year that I just didn't bother setting up because it's like, oh, I got to move a hard drive out of it and all that stuff. Well, I couldn't figure out how to get the back open on that. So I just said, ah, forget it. I'm not going to move the hard drive. So I, I set that up for them. But uh, no, they both uh, got uh, MetaQuest 2s. Oh, wow. I was setting that up for them. Oh, That's that's fancy. All right. Look out. Don't let him go to VR chat. (laughs) Sounds fun, though. They've been just um, they've been just, uh, yeah, playing uh, Beat Saber. Well, my my oldest was playing uh, VR stuff in Roblox, which is kind of jank, but he's been doing that. (laughs) And then um, my younger son was playing a little bit of Beat Saber, and then he wanted me to get him. even though he's played it for like a ton, I don't know why. Job Simulator again. But uh, I'm like, are you sure? I'm like, you played that for so long on like the PlayStation 4. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Do you still want to play that? And it's like, yeah, I want that. I'm like, okay, fine. All right, well, going to our chat room because we do tape live every Sunday night at 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern, right after the Bobby Blackwell Show at the Voice of Geeks Network, twitch.tv slash VOG Network. 
And that's the place where you can chat along with the show. And yes, we are we are live, even though it's um you know right in the thick of the holiday season with Christmas being today and last night of Hanukkah and you know whatever whatever it is y'all celebrate out there. Even if you celebrate nothing, hope you're having a great Sunday. Um, but you know it's a busy time of year. So um, but it's it's nice to be here. I'm thankful we could all get together. Thank you to Jason for putting together an intro tonight, even uh, with it being a big holiday and all. I also thought it would be nice for the folks in the podcast feed to kind of have something for especially a lot of people that might have to. Work Work, uh, that listen to us at work, especially for those that might be listening to us from traveling, because traveling is kind of a shit show right now. You know, the three of us are based in California, and obviously the cold, like we're the us in Arizona are probably the two states not affected by what's going on in the rest of the country right now uh, with the cold blast. So I hope everybody is uh, hanging in there with everything going on and, and staying safe. Um, but going to some of the uh, comments in chat, of course, the discussion about Christmas movies has everybody uh, going, going, uh, you know, uh, haywire. And hello to all of you that are joining us live, even though it is Christmas. Uh, DJ Rama S says, Violent Night is the best Christmas movie, followed by A Christmas Story. I think that's I think that's the and Fat Man. I think if that's, you watch Violent Night, you got to watch Fat Man. I think that's too. the one Alan's saying he's taking me to see tomorrow, even though they're pointing out it's on video on demand, but that doesn't stop the theater. Yeah, but it's not really video on demand. I mean, it is, but you like have to pay like 20 bucks to see it. It's like one of those things that they did during the pandemic. Oh, thing. like pre- um, like Disney Plus premium type of thing, even though I know it's not on Disney. Yeah, Plus, something yeah. like that. They have yeah. it like through like Amazon and stuff. And and I may do that. Like, I don't know. I want to see it. It looks good. Um, I like David Harbour. Um, me, t- but- me too, but for different reasons. <laughs> uh but yeah it looks pretty good like i i did want to make it out there i just didn't end up doing that and i don't think i'm going to like you know anytime soon so i may have to watch it on demand uh shad leland's in our chat our friend shane uh who half agrees with jamie because he says if it's not krampus it most definitely is Gremlins for the best Christmas movie. So like a, like a half agree from Shane. Uh, yes, the DJ Rama S, Fat Man. Yes, watch it. it is with Mel Gibson. Yeah. And it's fant. I I understand, but it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry, it, it I is. can't support anything that he does due to his anti-Semitism. I, I completely agree. But the premise is this kid, this rich, spoiled kid gets coal for Christmas because he's just terrible and he's part of, like he's the kid of a mob boss or whatever. So he puts out a hit on Santa and it's about how that plays out. And it's great. Interesting. Mm. Um, I still can't support it. Sorry. Zen monkey with some recommendations for uh, the, uh, the meta quest uh, saying download alt space and horizons. The people in there are great. Lots of stuff to do in there. So, and then now people, pod culture is talking about the Star Wars Christmas special, which com- we all know that thing sucks. Come on. And Tiger Claw. No, the, 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 the part with B. Arthur is, is the good part. Uh, and screw the Wookiee part. It's all about the B. Arthur uh, cantina scene. Tiger Claw says, I need to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So, yeah, that one was okay. And it was short, it's like 45 minutes. Well, speaking of holiday special, we thought, you know, since it is the holiday and we know there's less news that's going on in the industry, we thought tonight we would do a special kind of revival of a segment we used to do on our, um, you know, a long life shows when we weren't just uh, exclusively about uh, or back when we were like about DDR, we are like these five, we used to do a segment pretty regularly called Let's Ask Orange Lounge. Sadly, I don't have the theme song readily available, which is probably for the best because it's hard for me to sing anymore these days. But we thought we would revive the segment tonight with a special holiday edition of Let's Ask Orange Lounge. And we invited your questions throughout the week this week over on our Discord server over at vognetwork.com slash Discord. Um, and we've been collecting your questions throughout the week. And 
we thought kind of similar to how we did in our uh, 20th anniversary special earlier this year, we would panel style, take on some of your questions and answer them live. So we have questions tonight uh, that are divided. I'm dividing them into three categories. We have holiday stuff, game stuff, and WTF random stuff. Okay. (laughs) So here we go. First question in the holiday stuff category tonight. This one was submitted by SSJ100 Matt, who asks, do you have any fun traditions that you like to do on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Um, You know, and I would assume this means the entirety of the holiday. Do you have any fun traditions you like to do? Um, Anyone? No. (laughs) Not really. We we do presents on on the 24th. That's Mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, I would say we don't really have anything we do like every single year. I mean, it would you know, I I usually try to watch like uh Home Alone at least once every Christmas, but um you know, the only thing like New Year's, we'll go to um um uh, my wife's parents' house to go hang out there and like they have dinner and everything. That's been kind of going on the last few years, so that's sort of a tradition. Not really Christmas related, I guess. Uh, when I was younger, my mom loved a Christmas story, even though it's so cliche, I think now, yeah, it's so cliche now, but that's okay. Like, I think a lot of us people of a certain age grew up with that movie and your parents probably like my mom love to watch that every Christmas Eve. So in fact, wasn't, wasn't there a cable TV channel that would run it like the entirety of Christmas? It was TBS, I think, or TNT, one of those. My mom was into that and used to love to watch that. I liked what Jamie and I were starting kind of before the pandemic hit, where we were going out for Chinese food on Christmas day. And we were going to do that tonight, but I have to go on a special, uh, no fiber diet Mm -hmm. starting tonight Mm -hmm. from my procedure. I'm having I'm having a, a colonoscopy. Well, well Merry That's what col- I'm having for colismus. the holidays. Merry Colismus. A, a butt scope. Well, well, when when that's how you know the host of OLR getting older cuz we're getting in the range of needing... It's not because of my age. Oh. It's because of something else. Gotcha. Okay. Um but what I, what I was going to say is we ended up we actually took my dad last night to uh, a Chinese place out where he is. Um, because uh, we knew it would be open and what have you. But actually, we got in there just in time. We got in there about 6.45, and we were like the next, like she said, okay, this is the last table. We can't seat any more tables because we're out of food. And we were like, what? And yeah, they, yeah. And they weren't planning on being open today. Um, so they, they, and she actually said, yeah, we ran out of chow mein and we were starting to run out of meat. Like and they, they had so many phone orders coming in. It was unreal. Like you could just see yeah, the, they were stacking booths and booths full of, uh, takeout food. The place we went to, we got there like four 30. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we, we got to go like, cause I know they're going to be busy. And then it started getting packed after that. And yeah, they were just like phone orders. Like the phone was just ringing the entire time. It yeah. Ridiculous. Dan brought home Chinese food last night, Aww. but my my stomach's been so messed up that I couldn't eat a whole bunch of it. And then he and Will finished it off. Yeah, I had um, a pot sticker, <laughs> but I remember and two pieces of orange chicken. Y- you and I went out, and, and Dan, I think, all went out someplace where you live, like in 2019, where last year was before the pandemic. Then we skipped a couple of years because the pandemic, and I don't, you know, it is what it is. I think we did anything here. I remember when we went to fucking. 
Yes, we did go to. They had the best name. We did go to. Fa, no, no, it's not fucking here. Uh, just they that it's the it has the fuck. They had the fucking bowl. They had the fucking challenge. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, they had the wall with the fucking challenge. Uh, uh, celebrities that actually mm. conquered the challenge and all that stuff. Uh, Jessix in chat says, I love the Japanese tradition of going to KFC on Christmas Day. I wanted to do that, yeah. but there's no KFC open near us. So I. I Besides that, I would do something a little bit better. I would get Jollibee. Mm, yum, yum. If uh, Jollibee's have one of those near us, do we? Or is it, they, do they have one down further south, South Sacramento? or It's the South it... Sacramento one, but that's not far from, from me. Yeah, the only it's thing like we have now, we just, we just started getting a few Raising Canes around here, which is like, eh. But... Mm. I have yet to go to one. I hear they're overrated. I don't know. Uh, people like them. We I don't a, know, but yeah. We had a place weird. here called Zaxby's for a hot minute, but they are all over the South. Oh, yeah, I know Zaxby's. Wow. Yeah, they they weren't... That, we had, like, one here, and it closed, mm-hmm. but there were a bunch uh, in, my, in where my mom lives. And she's out of the hospital, by the way. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. That's good. Congrats. Yeah, living with my, with my uncle... Um, and also, if I vanish, I'm just going to say right now, I'm fighting off a migraine. So I have a dark camera. I just don't want anyone to think I'm abandoning everybody. Yeah. So. Understandable. I've 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 taken double doses of my meds. Take care of yourself. So we'll see. Um. Yeah. Well, back, just hopping back to the question real quick about the traditions. I would say I, I not so much a Christmas Eve or day tradition, but I'm going to throw it in here anyway. My family started going out on Thanksgiving. We get barbecue every Thanksgiving now, ever since my mom passed. Actually, even when she was alive the last couple of years, she kind of started that because she just didn't want to cook anymore. And I mean, sure, I could cook. Nobody's going to, no, nobody in my family is going to eat what I cook. So we just go out. And I think that's a really fun Thanksgiving tradition, quite honestly. I am all for, you know, and we always tip well because, you know, p- people are having to work on Thanksgiving. But I am, th- I am thankful that we can just go somewhere else, eat a good meal better than one I would make at home. And that is, that is holiday enough to me, for me, for, to be thankful for. So. I'm sneaking that one in there too, because Thanksgiving, some would say, is the beginning of the holiday season. So I'll sneak it in there. All right. Let's go to the next question. Also in the holiday stuff category, next question is uh, from Corke uh, Best present you ever got that wasn't a game or a system? So this is kind of non gaming related because it's not a game or a system, but otherwise, the best present you ever got that wasn't a game or a system. Um, I can go because for me, what jumps into mind, this is more of a birthday present. Um, so maybe I'm cheating a little bit, but the question didn't say it had to be for the holidays. So I'm saying the best birthday present. Well, one that I've gotten, you know, a lot of great fortunate things, but the one that really sticks out was early on when Alan and I were dating, uh, a bunch of friend of ours pooled together when, when, when these were more affordable and got us both annual passes to Disney. So we could actually join them at Disney for the next year. This is like the last year the Disney passes were actually affordable. And I thought that was really cool because it was more than one person that did that. And so that meant it took some planning. And so I just, I was really touched by that uh, move. So, uh, oh, and Alan and I, our birthdays are only two weeks apart. So that's why it makes sense for a birthday gift. Cause um, you, like the 4th of July is like right smack in between our two birthdays. So um, it's a good time to celebrate Kristen- that. 
gifting me one, and that was really awesome. Yes, I remember that. We had ours, I think, the same year, didn't we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember when she made a big donation to OLR. Um, they. That was, I'm sorry. Oops, excuse me, I forgot. They uh, made the uh, big donation to OLR. Um, that was the first or yeah. second year of the podcast. It was that long ago, but I remember that because I was really touched by that. Yeah, and we I remember what we used the last of it on. I don't. Was, uh, was it PAX? Our PAX it was, That's right. It was PAX that year. That's right. Because that was the year we were on all games at the time, and that was the year all games had a booth at PAX. It was 2008 because that was the same year I got really sick. Uh, was Everything happened in 2008. So, yep, yep. Lo- now it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, Dark Sakura, <laughs> what uh, best present you ever got that well, wasn't a gamer system? No, I, well, I meant... To, to get sick oh oh <laughs> um i don't really have a best present per se mm-hmm. um i think survival is probably one of the best presents i'm not going to go into it it's very personal but um but escaping a bad situation was probably my best my best gift that and the plane ticket that my grandma bought me to California. Oh, I love that. Thank you. I don't remember anything I've gotten. Like, I'm trying to think back to, like, what I got for, like, Christmas and, like, different things. I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah. Is it, like, stuff is stuff and not yes. to be, like, a sap about it. But, like, I would I would walk away from all of this if it was between my stuff and my friends, so. No, I 100% get that. 100% get it. You're right. Stuff is stuff. And that's why this the things like the plane ticket to get you out here is meaningful. And, you know, having your health and, and yeah. you know, it's all that is. The things that have facilitated yeah. the the highlights of my life. Right. And for me, it's something kind of symbolic of, you know, friendships, my relationship, you know, experiences. Mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always big on experiences. Like, don't get me wrong. I like stuff too. I'm never going to say no to stuff. Alan got me a Tron cabinet this year. I mentioned, I still haven't been able to build it yet just because I wasn't feeling too hot last week and I didn't sleep great last night, but um, I, it'll get done. And uh, I didn't sleep at no. the end of the day. Yeah. That's just stuff. But I'm really appreciative for it, but yeah, experiences are really, really cool. There's, there's no, you can replace most things, Mm -hmm. but you can't replace an experience or a memory. Right. So I think that that's something that people might've lost sight of, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just be, be aware of what's in your life and be grateful for it. Yeah, no, for sure. That still hasn't stopped me from buying every Nightcrawler pop figure that has come across the internet. So I'm just saying. <laughs> stuff is stuff is still I've... good. You don't have to say stuff is bad. Uh, Loki, anything you did want to share? Or, mm. I got Dana uh, Blue Shell, by the way. I just don't remember anything. Like, honestly, like, I can't think of, like, um, I mean, I maybe there was, like, some... I mean, there's always, like, way back in the day, like, toys and stuff. But, like, I can't really think of anything that really stands out. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There wasn't like anything I was super hyped about. No. Sorry, Midna's is getting into something. No worries, no worries. All right, uh, I'm looking in chat over at Twitch.tv/slash Vog Network. 
Uh, Tiger Claw says, nowadays we have jobs that spoiled us on Christmas because rather than wait, you can just buy yourself an early Christmas present without the wait. Oh, yeah. Well, Alan and I ended up exchanging gifts well before the holiday just because I, apparently I um, I made it sound like I was going to buy something, buy the cabinet because I mentioned there was um, a sale, like because Arcade went up and said a thing with a sale. And I was like, oh, the cabinets are on sale. I'm thinking about it. And he just was kind of like, I got you one, so don't get it. I was like, what? <laughs> Right, Christmas is over. It's fine. Um, so yeah, great. I'm just seeing some of the other stuff y'all are sharing in chat. That's awesome. All right. Well, let's go ahead. I know Dark Soccer stepped away, but I'm gonna attempt to move on to the next question here. So the next question is uh I think we get into game stuff now. So Zeba is asking, uh, I guess this is actually show stuff, not game stuff, but I put it in this category anyway. Uh, can you explain where some of the old theme music came from that played in the beginning of some segments, like the FUs of the week, the mailbag, the classic game of the week, and so forth? Um, yeah, honestly, since the show started, and thank you, Ziba, for the question. Since the show started um, as a music gaming show all those years ago, you know, when we were all about music games, DDR, Bamani, all the music beds for those segments would just would just be Bamani songs that sound, they, they worked. They were cute. There was really no other reason for it than that the music bed sounded appropriate for the segment. So for example, um, the classic game of the week was um, Candy from DDR. It was Candy was from it? DDR Oha Stars. Not not like Candy from Max. Mm-hmm. It was Candy Oha Stars. The, the, the one that went, la, 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 la. And it was supposed to be because Dark Soccer was kind of known for the whole, like, if these kids don't get the fuck out of my way when I'm trying to play these video games, I'm going to find their mom. I'm gonna So it was supposed to be kind of I- fu- funny and ironic on the backdrop of these little kids going, la, 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 while Dark Soccer is trying to do the classic game of the week. That's why that music bed is there. Um, I need to make us some new music now that I'm actually doing it. Well, but you, you well, and that's what I was going to say is all, a lot of this music transitioned to Dark Sakura originals. So for the classic game bump that you hear now, I'll just play the very beginning of it. Just so just so loud music incoming. So that was made by Dark Sakura. So um, they've just been kind of, re- which honestly, for legal reasons, is a much better place to be. Um, mm. uh, so the mailbag... That's why I'd make all my own music for my channel. Yeah. The mailbag yeah. song was uh, Journey to the Wonderland from Keyboard Mania, and that was just, again, supposed to sound very lighthearted and so forth. And then the FUs of the week, I want to say at the beginning like was... Schlagwork? Schlagwork, because it had the lyric, this is fucked up, at the very beginning of it. So that's why it started that. But then I think through a series of OLR in jokes over the year, it became a one winged angel, uh, Sephiroth's theme. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. And then there was also mashups I did with slide yeah, work and like you did, gravity yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And so I, it was a little of everything. I actually may have, uh, uh, another, a few theme, by the way, to send you. But we retired the FUs of the week. So, I mean, we bring them back I as know. necessary, but when the FUs of the week, every single week is bad drivers, bad drivers, bad drivers. And it's kind of, I, I also, for me, I didn't love that it was kind of playing into the gaming negativity culture. Cause I think we sunsetted that segment around the same time that there was plenty of negativity with gamers online. 
And I was just like, you know what? Now all of mine would be sweaty killers, camping killers. <laughs> yeah. Telling killers. So honestly, the segment started to suffer a little bit from broken record syndrome. And we just like, was it adding value? I don't think so. So we we retired it. But we'll we'll always have a space in our heart to give the FUs the week as needed. So um, yeah, that's... That's pretty much, it all came from uh, Bamani stuff, really. The old, old intro to Orange Lounge Radio was a MIDI head song for years and years. He did an original. My understanding was that was a demo for a song that he just never finished. Um, and he was willing to give that to us because he was doing a nice thing for us. And so I thank him for that because we used that song for over a decade. But once you've kind of used a song for over a decade, again, you're like, how do we freshen things up a little bit around here? And that's where Doc so- Dark Sakura said, I know. <laughs> again, for legal reasons, I'll make it. Uh, so, well, then we also had then MIDI head do something, something too, remember? I literally just said that. <laughs> oh, fine. I'm sorry. Well, wasn't there something else before the MIDI head thing, though? There was... Um... There was. There were mishmash... Um... Sorry. No, you're fine. There were mishmash intros, like collages, that sounded a lot like the Under Sedation live intro, but that's why we got away from uh, it, because it sounded a lot like the Under I'll Sedation live intro. I'll be perfectly honest. Yeah. I, I never liked, liked the sound bites. Yeah. they were. They, I never liked it. They were they were out of place, you know, and I can look back, you know, and go. It, I mean, maybe, like, for what the show was then, when it was a lot more random and it was a lot more like party atmosphere and, you know, people are over playing Bamadi games. Like, I think it makes more sense, but like, no, a sh- an, an intro like that to the show we do now would not work at all at all. So, um, and that's just part of the, the maturity of, and learning of radio for doing it as long as we've been doing it. So it's honestly it. But I believe Waka Laka was the very, very, very first intro song. I believe I'd have to go check my notes. But I believe sure you that might it. be correct. Yeah. So. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. C is also pointing out the cage match starring Holic. Yes, the cage match was a segment where we would play three songs and the winning song would go into rotation on the station that week. Uh, I don't remember what we changed it to when we went to all games because we didn't have influence over that playlist anymore. Uh, I think it was just for the sake of winning. I don't, I think it was a no prize prize, but we finally retired that segment too, because the problem was we were doing a three hour show and then we were doing an hour long post show. Uh, and it just began. And some people were mad as hell when we got rid of that afterbirth. Uh, one person said they were never going to listen again. Oops. I mean, at the same time, like when it's do that, or have no show at all because we all got burned out. I would rather give up the hour that isn't recorded and or that we got a, a strike on us. It, yeah, exactly. So it's you know in copy. Yeah, in the re- world of copyright now, there's no way we could do that segment anymore. I did like the idea of of a classic game cage show. I know we, you went a different direction for 2023, but I thought that was a cute idea for what it's worth. So, all right. Um, moving on. Some folks are suggesting. I don't know if well. Uh, DJ Rama says in joke about Holic is in the discord. We could always do a cage match revival as a discord game. I never really thought of that, but there are things we could do. So it's, uh, that's a maybe a maybe we'll put that on the list. All right, let's move on though. More questions, more questions. So the next question in game stuff is uh, DJ Rama asks <laughs> what eight or 16 bit game describes your life? <laughs> 
This is a tough one. What eight or 16 bit game describes your life? That was sent from Rama. That's a hard one. Lately, pixel poops. I was going to say pixel poops. <laughs> I mean, just Damn. given what's coming up. <laughs> um, I could also go uh, game show uh, games and say uh, uh, like Jeopardy. You mean you have to remember all kinds of useless trivia? Yeah, and all, all statements must be in the form of a question. And even worse, in the form of a walrus. because it's the NES version, you have to scroll back and forth with the controller to type the letters because you don't have a keyboard. Mm. Oh, uh, ga- game show games, 8-bit. Okay, final answer is anticipation. <laughs> That's the 8-bit game that describes my life. Considering the playing pieces and anticipation were what? The ice cream, the high heels, the it's like Monopoly pieces. I think it's appropriate. Uh, anticipation would be my eight big game that describes my life. Loki, Dark Sakura, any, uh, oh, well, I guess you did say Pixel Poops, Dark Sakura, but I don't know if, uh. As far as classic, mm-hmm. I, I, fuck if I know. Clue, Clue Land. <laughs> Boring and monotonous. <laughs> now that would be uh, Mag Max. <laughs> I would say Cool Spot because it's just kind of okay. But it was iconic at one time. Just no one remembers it anymore, and we—it doesn't mean anything now. But for, for you, Loki, not for the program. Oh, I mean, it still applies. It's still a good game, though. It's my one of my favorite like marketing tie-in games ever. Someone Adver clip games. that answer, please. That was too good. All right, <laughs> love that. Uh, some other comments in chat. Uh, Pod culture says the Noid. <laughs> That's a good one too. Avoid uh, the Noid. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica says I always get an urge to play Repton on the Acorn Electron at Christmas, as it was the first video game I got as a present. So maybe another answer could be uh, what was the game that goes? Be was it Sinstar with the thing in the middle that goes Beware, I live. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll go to the next question. Here we go. Next question. The star, yeah. This is a star. That was it. All right, next question. Uh, from Dark Tetsuya. Have you ever checked out a game only to find yourself super into it? From the moment I started MechWarrior 5 on Xbox, it just sucked me in. It was so much fun. So have you ever checked out a game only to find yourself super into it? So I'm I'm assuming this is something um, where it's like you checked it out on a whim, not expecting much, and oh shit, now I've dropped 50 um, hours in it. Um, <laughs> uh, Ma- Mass Effect, Dead by Daylight, Cult of the Lamb. I mean, and now, I mean, I... I I'm super into Midnight Suns. Like, I'm having to restrict myself to playing on Mondays. Mm-hmm. But like, like sometimes I'll pick up a game and I'll be like, <laughs> or, <laughs> and then suddenly it's like, ooh, not fart noises. Okay. So, oh, dra- uh, Dragon Age Inquisition because I thought Dragon Age Two was was all right. I beat mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. but Inquisition was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. and that's when I learned about modding. <laughs> Um, Mass Effect is a very, I would say the Mass Effect trilogy for me, um, was n- not, not the re-release, but y'all know what I mean. When the trilogy was first out, 
Um, I remember Shane kind of showed me like in three, like, Hey, look, you can actually have a fully realized gay relationship in this game. And I was like, what? And I started playing it from the beginning. And, uh, you know, I've said this many times on the show, the first time I played mass effect, or I saw someone play mass effect, I was like, Oh, this isn't for me. I don't, this is, this isn't a me game, but boy, did I call that wrong when I went back and played it years later. It just sucked me in. It was so fun. I would say more recent. The Daylight was for me. Yeah. I would say more recently, something like Vampire Survivors. I wasn't expecting to get into that game. And because it's a cheap game, it was like five bucks at the time. It's even free on most places now. But uh, I was just like, oh, I'll check this out. And then like hours pass. And it's like, oh, this game, this game is habit forming. It's like just one more turn and the turns are 20 minutes long, you know, or 30 minutes if you can get the whole way through. I would say Vampire Survivors is a recent example of that for sure. Um, Loki, do you have anything? Have you ever checked out a game only to find yourself super into it? Uh, power washing simulator, <laughs> I guess. Oh no, that's um, a good answer. Or, or I mean, even Ghost Simulator sometimes. Um, but yeah, power washing simulator certainly most recent. I would think that it kind of sucks you in. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, some comments and sh- from. Sh- oh, sorry. I'm just gonna say I need to step away for a little bit. My my head's not getting any better. Yep, you're fine. Um, going to some of the comments from chat over at twitch.tv slash VOG network. Uh, Shad Leland agrees, of course. Mass Effect. Uh, second to Mass Effect for sure. Uh, Fifth Dream saying Stardew Valley. Well, that's a good one. Pod Culture says Halo 2. Oh, yeah. I, I never expected to be a fan of Halo, but it wasn't until I played a local a LAN party at a wedding of all places where I was like, Halo's kind of super fun. So uh sold me an Xbox, believe it or not. Uh Bobby Blackwell says for me it was Yakuza Like a Dragon, which Rob still hasn't finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh Dark Tetsuya says, Oh yeah, Vampire Survivors is a close second. And Mish echoes Vampire Survivors, Mech Warrior 3, and Ark Survival Evolved. And also House Flipper for me. Oh, I've heard that game can be a lot of fun as I well. Just- I literally just purchased that on VR, <laughs> yeah. like just a few minutes ago. Well, there's a Steam sale going on right now. It's a dangerous time I of year. Know. That's for I'm sure. Like going through my wish list and it's going, yeah, cart, 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 cart. Yeah, right. Uh, DJ Rama S says Borderlands Three. I I sunk more hours into the first Borderlands game than I expected to. In fact, I still needed to check out uh, Tiny Tina Wonderlands. Uh, yeah, like fun. I three didn't hook me as much as like two and stuff did um i don't know i probably have to go back and play it some more but like three was all right mm-hmm. and wonderland here is really good mm-hmm. um just and they're making a second wonderland so that's even better oh they are but they confirmed that that's great i think they are yeah i think they did say they're making another one and so um yeah that sounds cool very cool um jessic says beyond good and evil for me nice um let's see yeah djrama s says me and uh kuro hikari chan went through wonderlands it's amazing uh zen monkey says kotor sold me on xbox and halo 2 made me a halo fan until halo 4 and then i was done <laughs> uh and misha's echoing that house flipper is oddly relaxing for me i i like a zen game i need to you know i wish i'd picked up that stinking there was like a Sid Meier bundle that was up on Humble Bundle for like a few days. And I missed it because like every I'm a, other month I'm they a, have like. <laughs> well, I'm I'm a silly and I missed that bundle. It's not that I don't already own most of the Civilization games, but like it was all the Civic Civ Six expansion stuff that I didn't pick up was like in that bundle, and I was like, shit, I really should have picked that up. 
But oops, oh well, what can you do? Plus it had the Railroads game I somehow missed because Railroad Tycoon, I, used, I don't talk about that game enough. I used to fucking love that game on like the older PC, like the, you know, old DOS Railroad Tycoon. And then they did, I think it was Railroad Tycoon Deluxe specifically. Uh, was uh, It was called Deluxe, but it was in the VGA graphics era. It's like they just took a CGA game and made it VGA and they called it Deluxe. But it was great. I love that. So, all right. Uh, we'll go ahead and move on um, to the next question, which I think we get into our next category. Oh, no, one more uh, from Game Stuff. What is the gaming or geek holiday present you probably remember or cherish the most? And that one was asked by Deft. Thank you. The gaming or geek holiday present you probably remember or cherish the most. I would say for me, you know, I, I haven't gotten as many gaming and geek related things in my later years because, you know, if I want it, I just buy it. I will say, though, as far as like a geek related thing, Alan bought me a like Tron looking hoodie one year because one of my Ingress friends had one in green and I thought it was so cool because, you know, we play for the green team and it just like it lit up green and he bought me that. I thought it looked so cool. Unfortunately, it didn't last long at all. Uh, that that hoodie w- did not have a long life, but I appreciated the gift and I thought it was really cool. I don't like the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I w- w- wish I could say that, but nope, I've recursed yeah, three times good. now in that game because it, g- it gets me moving. What can I say? And what does it give you when you recurse? A headache. Um, Nothing. So otherwise... Still with, that's coming in a future. It's in the roadmap that they're going to have benefits for that later on, I'm sure. Oh, no. I think at some point they just... They kind of said gave up. they gave up and stopped lying about that. Um, they've they've been doing other stuff. Like I can't razz on Ingress too much because they have put new like the drone stuffs in the game now, which is interesting. And you know they've 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 tried to put features in other places. The red faction stuff is weird. Um, I wish they would kind of reveal as to what the long term plans for that are, but it's interesting. They um, don't have any. They probably not. But it's nice that they're finally doing live events again. But anyway, back to the question. Uh, Gaming or geek holiday presents uh, that we remember or cherish the most. I would say, I mean, I would go all the way back to when I was younger and got a Super Nintendo for Christmas. Because that was right during my formative years. That was a huge part of making me the gamer that I am now was just that console and getting that for Christmas and just playing Super Mario World all fucking day because the other game that they got me with it was Draken because it was a recommendation from the salesperson at Montgomery Ward. Uh, I didn't grow to appreciate that game until later, uh, but I didn't play it much that first day. It was all Mario World all the time. So. I remember opening up a ClecoVision. Nice. But, um... As far as, like, my mom got my brothers a Super Nintendo. At least that was the story, but I picked out all the games except for one because she wanted to get them home alone. (laughs) But I was like, you're getting a Super Scope, and you're getting me Zelda. Mom's like, isn't this for your brother? No, it's for me. I mean, yeah, it's for my brothers, of course. Kicked them out of my room and kept the SNES in there. (laughs) Because I was the only one who had the TV. And then the big one downstairs. Would that would that be the present that you uh, remember or cherish the most? I guess. <laughs> Loki, what about you? I don't remember any like I don't think my parents really got me anything for Christmas um, like that because they didn't know what I wanted. 
Um, the only thing I remember them getting that was a gift for Christmas, well, there may have been two things. I think I got a Game Genie one year for Christmas. I think. I can't remember if that was somewhere else, but I do remember for sure that one of the gifts I got for Christmas was a power glove. <laughs> nice. It's so bad. So bad. Nice. It is. It is both very bad in the sense that it is very cool, but it is also bad because it does not work like it should. But it's still, it looks so cool. You know, while you were telling that story, I also remembered the year, and I know I've told this on the show too, but, you know, we've been doing this a long time. I've told every story at this point. There was the year that my mom gave me money for Christmas. Like, I think they gave me like $200, and I immediately went and I bought a PlayStation. My mom was pissed. Cause she didn't want me. I get, but I'm like, I get. What did she think I was gonna do? Invest it at like 16 or 17? Am I really gonna have the financial have Apple shares? I know. Am I really gonna have the financial prowess to like buy shares of Apple with the 200? dollars No. I went and bought a fucking PlayStation because I wanted one, and I'm a stupid Back kid. Then the shares would have been cheap too. I know, right? I would have made a lot of fucking money if I'd done that. But whoops. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, let's go to the next question. Oh, actually, no, I want to look at some answers from chat. Uh, Bobby Blackwolf says, when I was a kid, my parents got me the Tommy Omnibot 2000 robot. It was not cheap. It was probably my favorite toy for years. I recently rescued it from the attic in my parents' house, and it's now in my arcade. And some folks were asking, like, you know, have you used it? And Bobby says, I'm scared to turn it on now because it's been in an attic for 30 years. Uh, Bobby also becomes self-aware like Voyager, like V'ger. <laughs> uh, Bobby says, my dad did run over little old ladies at Toys R Us for Super Mario 2. So I guess that's a cherished one for sentimental reasons. He was part of the rush. Well, that's nice. You know, I had a friend that worked at Toys R Us that got me a Furby the year that those were the rage. I don't do we do we have Christmas gifts like that anymore that just like you you have to like fight people to get them? I, I feel like with online that's all disappeared. You fight for them online and then pay all the markups. It's 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 different now. Been getting into a fight in the Toys R Us parking lot. So, all right, the Toys R Us parking lots now where that uh <laughs> the yeah that are now the um, the, the, the dollar discount place. store. Oh the, dis oh the oh your Toys R Us turned into a chicken wing place. Love that. Well, the, our Toys R Us turned into a Hobby Lobby. And then yeah. uh, they now have a um, raising canes in the parking lot. Fun. All right. Let's get into, I believe we have a couple more questions that are in the completely fucking random category. In the category of Orange Lounge Foodio from Red Entertainment. Is there a recipe you appreciate that you think others should explore or try out in the new year? Ski Seasons Greetings. Is there a recipe I... you appreciate? After my procedure, I, I, because I didn't get to make them yesterday, is I'm going to make uh, latkes with ricotta cheese. Because um, the uh, here's a little bit of history of the latka. The latkes originally were from southern Italy, and they were made with ricotta cheese and not potato. Just just flour and cheese and made into little fried pancakes. And um, as the Jews were expelled from southern Italy and eventually migrated into Russia with the decree of growing potatoes uh, by Catherine the Great and continued on from her successor, um, latkes started being made out of potatoes and then subsequently became associated with the potato. So I am going to be mixing in uh, a container of ricotta cheese 
with my latka, um, you know, preparations, and I'm going to be frying that and having it with onion jam. Mm. So, because I am an onion jam girl, you know, sour cream, applesauce, inferior. Onion jam is where it's at. Um, as far as for me, when I think about recipes, I am not much of an at-home chef. I'm going to take this question a little bit of a different direction because this time of year, when it comes to recipes, I can't help but think about the gumdrop cookies my mom used to make. Um, and they were really, I like the, I love those spice, you know, the spiced gumdrops and the other call it. And some people hate them, but I, I, I love, here's the thing. I love old man candy, butterscotch discs, love them. Christmas hard candy, love it. Black licorice, strawberry love things. it. Oh, those strawberry things are fucking amazing. I love old man candy, and I'm not going to apologize for it. Obviously, ever since old my diagnosis, it's like the bottom of a shoe. Ever since my diagnosis a year ago, I really don't eat it like I used to. But um, actually, I, I had a really. I guess this is a good time, Miss Cindy, for me to say I had a really good update. I had a, a, another A1C test, and my score is still just below the pre-diabetic line, even at this point, and that's without medication which some medical professionals would consider type 2 diabetes remission at this point. I'm a little hesitant to use that term broadly because that makes it sound like it's cured. And that's something that really is never cured. It's just, I kind of knocked it out for a while. Um, but I can't gorge on cookies or, you know, I'll probably give myself a problem. But a cookie, I can have a cookie. And right now, this time of year, I really wish I could have one of my mom's gumdrop cookies because they were really good. And I have yet, you know, there's plenty of people out there that are going to be like, try mine and I'll be happy to try yours, but it's not going to be the same. You're not your mom's. Yep. It's, I'm sorry. It's not the same. And we just all have to accept that. Um, but I appreciate those to try. It's nice. So uh, Mike Def says you are an old man, Rob. Thank you for that comment. Appreciate it. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, Loki, how about you? Is there a recipe you appreciate that you think others should explore or try out in the new year? Um, I don't really have anything, um, unique that I just pretty much look on the internet. If I want to make something, I have barbecue sauce. I make all the time, mm. but I don't think it's like anything special either. It's, uh, was it a cup of ketchup? Um, uh, they say four tablespoons of, um, brown sugar i always put six and then uh four tablespoons of worcestershire sauce uh two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar and you put a little bit of i usually salt it a bit and then um ground mustard uh well like dry mustard and uh, garlic powder or if you have garlic salt just use that instead of the salt uh, I put a little bit of paprika in there and you can also add like uh chili powder or something like that. I think that's everything. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, just whisk it up I'm done. I make it all the time. It's very, it's a little acidic though, but it's great. I miss super well, bacon. The acid cuts all that sugar. Uh, it, it doesn't really, it, cause the apple cider vinegar is really strong. And then same with the Worcestershire sauce, it kind of really, uh goes acidic that ferment with the with the Worcestershire yeah that's why I usually add a little bit more brown sugar in it because it is a little much otherwise mm. there's another one that's very similar to that recipe as well that involves um adding um molasses in it but that one you have to cook that one's yeah. really good too but I don't like when I want to like 
make sauce real fast because that's usually I'm I'm already air frying whatever I'm gonna have with it and I want to get it done like a few minutes. So I don't want to like boil stuff on the you know stove. Forget that. All right, mm. wow. Lots of, who, who knew we had such such recipes among us this year? All right, we have one final question in the really random stuff category. But I said I said we would take any question. And this last one, really, really random. Here it is. Also from DJ Rama S. Have you ever told a white lie to impress someone you're dating? No. Have you no. ever told a white lie? If they don't like me for who I am, then they're not worth having. That's where, so here's the thing. My gut was very much like, no. And I'm like, do I just want to say no to make myself sound better than I am? And here's the thing. I, these white lies, especially in this department are always going to come back to bite you. Like if you were to tell, like, that's the thing. If you were to tell a white lie and then the person decides to get a crush on someone that isn't really forthright, forthright about what they say they are, then it's going to come back and bite you. Unless the intent is a week-long relationship, a fling, then I guess, but that's not usually a thing I'm seeking out. I look at it this way. A lie is a lie. Mm -hmm. And we lie to everybody every day when someone says, oh, how's it going? You go, oh, good. And things may not really be good, but you just say it, Uh. you know? And instead of... I mean, this this is actually touching on something I was putting a lot of thought into yesterday about the little societal lies that we say every mm. day instead of just being open and honest with the people that we're close to. You know, if someone asks how you're doing, you should be able to say, oh, I'm not doing too too hot today. You know, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but I don't think that there's any point in lying to the people around you. Or, you know, if even if you're, you know, gonna just do a hookup, I mean, of course, I don't, I don't do those. I've never done them. You know, I, I just don't see a point in it. I mean, then again, I mean, my brain's wired a little bit differently. You know, I take things very literally. I don't appreciate being lied to. So I would rather not. I would rather if somebody isn't doing well, I would rather that they tell me. I'd rather they be upfront with who they are because I I'm that's why I love Dan for his brutal honesty and he can be really brutal, really tactless sometimes. But so can I. You you I'm I can be a bitch. But I think it's better to be yourself and be accepted for who you are than be accepted for a fabrication. Yeah, and I would say, like, looking back and, like, to give my real answer to this question, have you ever told a white lie to impress someone you're dating? It's probably in that same lane. And I would say, have I ever told an outright lie? Well, outside of, I think you bring up an excellent point with the whole, we lie a lot when somebody says, how's your day? Oh, I'm fine. Because sometimes you don't want to say, you know, I'm not really great today because, oh, what's wrong? It's like, I don't want to fucking talk about it. And that's why I'm lying to you in the first place. So it's yeah. like, it's, it's a, you know, well, it's like, like when, when, when I, cause I, you know, I'm pretty honest about things, you know, mm. if I'll be like, oh, it's like, I've got some stuff on my mind, but it's all right. You know, I, it, me saying it's all right means I, I'm dealing with it. I'm okay with it. Mm hmm. But I would rather, and it goes back to actually this thing that my my 
my former boss had in his cube that says, be kind, everybody is fighting a hard battle. Mm -hmm. I would rather be upfront and be a person. And there are ways of, of saying things aren't so hot without inviting a conversation about it. Yeah. You just say, I'm dealing with some stuff. It's personal. Yeah. Don't ask. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one of the lines what we see some chat comments comment coming in. Uh, Mike Def says, for me, since my problems are me problems, I'd rather not inconvenience people with something that could probably not be that serious. I'd just rather say I'm good or doing okay than drama dump on someone who's probably having worse and serious problems. Yeah, that's that's where my brain goes to. Um, but as far as the white lie in a relationship back to the – or just to impress someone you're dating or what have you, I would say kind of along those lines, I, I don't know if I really considered it a lie then, but maybe I have feigned – that I am more into something than I really am just because I'm interested in the person. And so I'm willing to put up with something like it's that whole, like, Oh sure. I like to go hiking. Don't ask me to go though, you know, or something like that. Right. Although actually now, actually I do like outdoor walks in my older age, but you know, uh, 10 or 20 years ago, no, but the biggest older, the, the biggest example of this, like, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell y'all like it is it's the holidays. I, I would say was when I was dating the politician and I had to basically pretend that I was interested in a lot of the political stuff. And to some extent, some of it was interesting, but he was not the same political leaning that I was. And I never compromised that he knew I was never going to compromise that. And he would even even introduce me as, you know, the Democrat who's not going to have his mind changed and things like that. But I would have to feign interest in some of these things that were just like, I really hate these people that you're hanging out with. I really hate these people that you're hanging out with. And I would never hang out with these people if you weren't here. But I can't yeah. say that. So that's the white lie for me was I would had to feign interest in this thing that I didn't really care for. So there's, yeah, there's that. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, although, you know, after you're with somebody for a while, mm -hmm. You can say, I'll go, but don't expect me to have a good time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that that door could could be opened, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should be in a, a, at a point in a relationship where you can say, I, I don't want to go. Like, I went out to karaoke with some friends on Thursday night, but I knew it was at a bar and I knew we'd be out late. And I was like, Alan, do you want to go? He said, no. I said, okay. See you when I get back. Yeah. And he said, have fun. It's like going... Going out, you know, to 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 the holiday family thing yesterday, I knew it was going to be a big production. There were going to be a lot of people there, and most of whom I don't remember their names because they are all from Dan's dad's side of the family. And with how I was feeling, no, I wasn't going to do that to myself. And I learned in retrospect, I made a great decision. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, I'm not at all mad about it. All right. Well, that was the last question that we got. But um, those are some good questions. Thank you, everyone, for uh, submitting them. Let's do it again next week because I anticipate we're going to have a slow week. So we will continue the holiday questions uh, over on our Discord server. Vognetwork.com slash Discord is the place where you can submit your questions. In fact, I, I saw there was one that came in late today. So we'll just roll that over to next week and uh, you can get in whatever questions you have for next week. 
assuming things are going to be a little light, we will also talk about predictions for 2023, bring that back, and we'll talk a little bit about our games that we've enjoyed in 2022 and all that good stuff. And this is sadly the point I'm going to have to beg out. I've I've taken oh. lots of meds. I've taken double muscle relaxers and everything, and my headache is not abating, and it's making me nauseous. So at this point, I I stayed as long as I could. That means I'm not going to be streaming tonight unless it's late, late tonight if I feel better. But I just want to take a moment and tell everybody that, you know, especially here with the, the last light lit, that all of you are lights in my life. All of you. Especially, you know, you, uh, Rob and Matt and Alan and everybody, you're all my friends and I appreciate every last one of you. And I, I hope that, that the miracle, uh, follows you throughout the next year. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Do you, do you want to just quickly, just for the sake of the wiki, tell us what you would have picked for the classic game of the week tonight, just because I'm not going to have time to fill in the segment. Do you want to just quickly tell people what you would have picked well, for the I'll night? I'll probably do it next week, but oh. uh, here, spoilers. I'm going to do uh, X-Men for uh, the Genesis. All right. Well, then for the purposes of the wiki, we'll just leave this week blank and we'll do it next week. So Yeah, the classic game of the week is absolute dead silence. <laughs> silence is golden (laughs) and thank you everybody for the well wishes i I, i'll tell you what the migraines have been coming back in force and it's really no bueno but all of you make my heart feel better so feel better thank you later taters have a good one excuse me i rearrange here let me uh move on we'll just move right along we only have a few stories anyway And then we'll probably wrap up for the show tonight. So let's just go to our gaming weeks and talk about the types of video games that we have been playing this week. So, Loki, how was your gaming week? It was Minecraft. You? Uh, Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. No, it, it, yeah, it was just Minecraft. I, I've been trying to just film more stuff. It's more of, I'm taking the approach right now of just uh, throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks type of thing to see what I can do for engagement wise. So I have, um, I've been working on stuff for vault hunters. I've been mainly trying to play that because they have Christmas vaults right now. And that would be fun to run some of those and get some of the items that they have in there. Um, but it hasn't been going too quickly because I'm trying to build a house and the supplies aren't really there. And also I, Going into the vaults, I'm just getting chewed up alive because all my I don't have any chance on any of my gear or anything. So I had to set up a quick villager trading hall. And I didn't really want to do that right now. I kind of wanted to do that later, but I can't it can't be avoided because I'm all my equipment's just kind of falling apart. Um, but I just need to run more vaults for that. And then I, I've been working on a data pack all week to start a new yet another series or at least just once again this is going to be more of just i film stuff and put it up on youtube and if it does well we'll stick with like what's doing well and then like the channel 64 stuff so there's still the modded series and possibly vault hunters and possibly a hardcore series where i'm stuck in a single chunk and then it expands every minecraft day type of thing and so you have to survive with limited resources around you 
until like several hundred days later, in which case it's probably not so hard. But, you know, that kind of gimmicky stuff gets clicks. So mm-hmm. we'll see if that works or it may not matter. <laughs> and we'll just try something else. So that's been basically what I've been doing. Um, did get to check out the quest too a little bit. Um, just setting stuff up and everything. It's nice. Um, I still like my Rift. I need to hook that back up again. I haven't used it on my new PC yet, so um, interested to see what some games look like. Also, I've been adding stuff to my library, so I mean, there's plenty to play on there. But yeah, we'll see. Okay, nice. Um, let's see. Um, oh, I was going to mention though, I saw the uh, the cameo of your game in that guy's YouTube channel from last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he, uh, John Riggs had put out his video about the SAC Gaming Expo, and so he, he put, uh, well, <laughs> funny enough at the time, like, I thanked him at the time, like, hey, thanks for linking my game. Um, he said they put the link in the description. It wasn't there when, <laughs> when the video was up, but um, it was so cool to see him uh, and kind of highlighted a little bit, and um, I'm hoping that he actually gets the chance to play it like on stream or something like that or at least check it out one of his uh, developer friends also wanted a copy so he had bought one from me at one time uh when i was there so um yeah i hope he enjoys it and i hope he gets a chance to play it and more exposure would be great yeah that's awesome good luck i hope it happens yeah um let's see my gaming week i've been continuing on in world of warcraft uh i hit max level in the uh expansion uh, and then got overwhelmed with now what do I do? So I'm just kind of continuing to play through the main story because um, the quests are interesting. They've really had to up their cinematic cutscenes and things like that game uh, because to compete in the MMO space now. So that's all been very interesting. I still am playing Final Fantasy 14 as well uh, because their patch is coming on January 10th. Um, <clears throat> I kind of want to have my wow stuff wrapped up by then and and you know so i can move back into final fantasy because uh they have the island sanctuary updates are coming and i'm very excited about that uh and i also want to get some of the tomes because there's a mount uh with the tomes that i want to get for the current event that's going on so i'm literally trying to juggle two mmos um so it's quite a bit but i still am playing other things too here and there i joined dark soccer's dead by daylight stream for a couple games the other night so i played that for a little bit but i haven't been playing that as much uh these days it's the game's in a weird place right now and uh they need a lot more than just another uh survivor killer combo to uh kind of work out what's going on with that game right now so hopefully that'll be incoming uh then also been going hard on the phone games um you name it ingress pokemon pikmin pretty much been playing them all and it's all about just going out and walking and getting steps in i had a really good weekend of doing that um and uh i got to level 70 in pikmin bloom so and i'm almost through this current event i have all my mitten pikmin i just have to plant the special the red cyclamen flowers or whatever they're called and then the blue ones and i'm done i'm almost done with red so i'll probably get through that because i have a whole week still um so yeah that's been pretty much a lot of my gaming week right now um i was looking in chat there where some folks are sharing their gaming weeks yeah i need to get back into pokemon scarlet i still you know i was streaming that and then you know fell off the wagon just because you know other stuff was going on it is what it is it's that time of year so all right we have just a few headlines for you tonight. We'll run through these. So, Loki, what do you have to start us off in the news tonight? Well, we've got an announcement that the Activision Blizzard president and COO, sorry, not Bobby Kotick, um, has stepped or is stepping down in 2023. So, um, apparently, 
uh, it has been confirmed that uh, Algri is leaving Activision Blizzard to accept a new job as the role of CEO of Yuga Labs, a startup behind the Board Ape Yacht Club NFT collection. Oh boy, trash to trash. Sounds good. Um, I cannot believe of all the places <laughs> to go, you would go to that, and I. It's literally if you can. <laughs> I'm at a loss. Well, whatever. The, the, I, like those stupid fucking things, those little board yacht ape, whatever they're called, are the most hideous fucking pieces of art I think I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of art, and that's what they think are going to move NFTs. And this is what you want to leave the Call of Duty company to go do is to go I work mean, in a flopping industry. A flopping maybe, industry. Ask 45 how his little cards are working out. Maybe he just wanted to get away from them and just, you know. God. I don't know. Stop stop trying to make NFT happen. It's not going to (laughs) happen. At least not in its current Uh, form and not with those ugly apes. So, uh, yeah, Daniel um, Algri, he had uh, announced that he was going to be leaving in March uh, 31st, 2023. So the end of the financial year. And um, basically, he had been previously worked as the president of shopping and global retail from uh, for another uh, company called Google. And um, yeah, so I don't know. And what's he really going to provide to the board eight yacht club, but whatever. Um, cool. I'm sure NFTs will just really take off and I'm sure you're going to make tons of money there. Yeah. Have fun. G L H F. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> that's, that's all. That's all I'm going to say. That's like the gaming equivalent of thoughts and prayers. G L H F. All right. Uh, moving on something that would certainly make me a lot more excited if it was true, but it's currently in the rumor status is rumors about a new 2d Mario game. Uh, apparently, uh, this leaker that, you know, leak stuff is, uh, name is Zippo. Uh, and, uh, back in August, he had claimed that a new 2d Mario game is in the works. It's going to have an art style that surprises people also with online multiplayer. It's a 2d Mario game that is not in the new super Mario brothers series. Uh, but apparently Zippo is now back with more information about the 2d game. Apparently it's Mario, Luigi, Peach and Toad all playable again. Uh, and that the art style is supposed to surprise people. Now, Nintendo has taken their franchises in different artistic directions. Like I think about like Kirby and the yarn, right? Or was Yoshi the yarn? One of them went yarn. Okay, Yoshi went yarn, and then Kirby did something different with its art too. It was like fabric. Yeah, like fabric. Yoshi was yarn. uh, Kirby was more like fabric. Um, they had a really awesome hand-drawn uh, art style uh, for Wario Land Shake It, mm. which honestly should have been applied to the regular Mario series because it's just fantastic. Um, will they do that? Probably not. It'll be something more generic, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so th- that apparently is the thing that's going around, um, but it's not the new Super Mario Brothers. Now, of course, a lot of people are saying, Oh, maybe this ties into the movie because the movie's coming out or what have you. I'm kind of like, well, you know, when I think of 2D Mario, sure, you can think of new Super Mario Brothers. I also think of Mario Maker. 
And like, you know, not that I'm saying it's a Mario Maker game being made, but I think about that team that made Mario Maker. Now, granted, they could be on a non-Mario franchise at this point. In fact, I, I'm pretty sure that team must have made the what the hell was that game programming tool thing that was on Switch? That almost that Labo, a, not Labo, but that was probably them too. But there was that game development. Thing, the thing where you make games on the Switch. Game Builder Garage. Thank you, Dr. Tsuya. That was a Game Builder Garage. That's basically Glabo. Yeah, it's similar. But anyway, um, I, I wonder if maybe there isn't something in the 2D Mario verse there like what Mario Maker kind of started. So I don't know. Again, it's all rumors. It's probably going to end up being, you know, I, I, I would say there probably could be a 2D game because especially you see Nintendo doing these other art styles. Doing something along the time of the movie makes a lot of sense. It doesn't appear we're getting a new Super Mario Odyssey this year or something like that. But they would have to announce that relatively soon because the movie's out, what, April? March? Yeah. So, and Super Nintendo Land or Super Mario, Super Nintendo World, whatever it's called, is opening up at Universal in February. February. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they... they did that with the last Kirby game. They only had like a two month head yeah, time true. on that anyways. So I mean, I don't know. It, cool. I'm sure if they put out Mario games, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. The only other thing I could see is maybe like, uh, not in the style of maybe like paper Mario kind of, I would love a new super paper Mario game. Cause that was pretty awesome. Oh, ah, that would be fun. Yeah. I would like that. Cause that game was 2d, but it wasn't quite, it was, it was 2d, but it wasn't 2d. It was like 2d in the sense of like fez a little bit. Yeah. But, um, it was pretty cool. All right. Well, uh, dark soccer was going to talk about this. I'll just quickly put out there. Uh, Stern pinball is going through some leadership changes. Gary Stern, uh, is the current CEO, you know, cause he's the founder, his name's in it. He's going to be replaced by Seth Davis, who joined as president in October of 2021. This is all from a recent news release. Uh, also Michael O'Donnell after 35 years, retiring as chief financial officer, but will continue to be a shareholder and a board member. Uh, Nick Parfit is joining the company as CFO. He's, uh, I've got financial experience, but they don't say from where uh, Shelly Sachs Eldridge will also be retiring a long-term employee after 36 years. So just a lot of moving and shaking going on this year, um, especially in a time when I feel like pinball has really been in a resurgence, um, not just because of what I hear Jamie talk about and even Bobby's into it too, you know, uh, every week uh, here on the network, but I just feel like we see more pinball machines in places like bars. Heck, the bar that I went to do karaoke at suddenly got a pinball machine. It's some type of mar is there like a new Marvel table out there somewhere? Cause this was like a Marvel Avengers table mm. or something that they had. See, I'm not paying maybe. a lot of attention, unfortunately. Also, I maybe had a drink or two. Um, but uh yeah, it's just you start to see pinball machines a lot of little clubs and, and bars and things like that. So anyway. Um, all right. Moving on, Loki. Yeah, so uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games are getting some updates. So the Cowabunga Collection has a lot more, it looks like, arcade options being added to the game. So you can kind of customize them a bit. So they have, you know, uh, different, like, almost like dip switch settings. So the number of lives per coin can be adjusted. Difficulty can be adjusted. Um, you can turn off a different, like, game loops and stuff. They have some enhancements to the game boy games where they have new game boy color palette options that are available um 
You can even do, uh, they had additional like audio menus and stuff like that. So it, it's just like some additional features they've been adding to the game as well. Um, and then same with Shredder's Revenge as well. They're going to be giving that some more features, including actually speaking of the arcade stuff and arcade mode where you can actually play it like an all it's like an arcade cabinet. And they even have like dip switches that you can adjust like free play, uh, super attacks, faster enemies. And you can get rid of taunts and stuff like that. They have some CRT filters and a VCR filter as well. Um, you can also, you know, when you're doing online, you can set the maximum number of players that you want to have in the lobby and so like and different game fixes as well. So that's kind of cool. I, I'd be interested yeah. to see, you know, it, oh, that's cool. I, I like how the the game menu for custom stuff it looks like dip switches <laughs> on an arcade board. Oh, that's, cool. that's that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, well, you know, you can play. Uh, I don't think Calabunga Collections on Game Pass, but Shredder's Revenge is. Uh, you can play that on Game Pass, but uh, Game Pass uh, getting a lot of people playing High on Life. That is the game. You've seen a lot of trailers for this. With the, yeah. It's the Rick and Morty guy because his voice is very distinct, voicing all the different guns that are like characters. That's High on Life. So this game, uh, it's again, co-creator Justin Roiland uh, from Rick and Morty. This is the FPS that he did. This is now the biggest release on Xbox Game Pass in 2022. It is more popular than any Game Pass release this year. And it's the third largest launch in history for the service. You might recall, though, Microsoft didn't really put out anything first party this holiday. Uh, for whatever reason, because I'm, I'm struggling to think, did Microsoft put anything this year? I don't think they did. I think they've been either dealing with delays or, you know, what have you. Uh, but yeah, this is the, but this still ended up being huge for the service. Um, Squanch Games, uh, who's uh, the, uh, uh, excuse me, a representative from Squanch Games, Mike Fridley, the director and COO, said this was our first time launching a game with Game Pass. We've been blown away by the response from the players who have made it the most popular game right now. When Squanch Games was first created, it was to make the games we wanted to play, and Game Pass is helping us reach the players that want to play those games too. Um, they have some really weird games. I, I, I do want to play this quite a bit. It looks pretty good, and it's got some weird random stuff in there. They have like whole movies in this as well that you can watch. And funny yeah, enough, I heard about that. If, if you if you're a fan of Red Letter Media, like I am, um, they have a commentary track on one of the movies that's in there. They they play different aliens that are in this theater and you can watch them and then they make jabs at the movie the entire time. And that's fantastic. Um, yeah. And, and I see some folks in chat like Tiger Claw says never really got into Rick and Morty. Uh, Def says from what I've heard, if you like Rick and Morty, you'll love this game. I I'm hearing that even if you don't really love their sense of humor, the game's still pretty decent. So, and yeah, it's, it's not necessarily the, like, cause Rick and Morty for me, it's like kind of a mixed bag. Like I, I like the idea of it, but like mm -hmm. I, I go back to thinking about, um, oh gosh, it was accounting. I think was the name of the game. And, um, it was, it's a really weird VR game, like really strange, but it's like absurd humor. And it's just like it's kind of almost a little bit South Parky. Like it's, it's just it's very absurd humor, and that's the kind of the humor that they have in Rick and Morty as well. But it, it's funny. I don't know. I I like the idea of it. 
I don't know. I, I do want to play the game, though. I uh, hear it's good. Yeah. And I'm I don't really have an opinion on Rick or Morty. Rick and Morty. I have. I don't I don't know either of them, really. I don't watch really a lot of it, but um, I've seen the YouTube like they do have very funny voices and I've seen the YouTube where they were reading the courtroom transcript of some court case and they had like an animation to go with it. And it was really fucking funny. So I can see how like they're, you know, they have some side humor that m maybe lands, even if Rick and Morty directly don't. Um, and then, you know, as, there's some people that hate South park, but think the book of Mormons, the funniest fucking thing. So sometimes, you know, one medium doesn't land. Also, did you know, did you know that Trey Parker and Matt stone, I got their names right, right? Did you know those guys, the guy that made us out, did you know they actually bought that Casa Bonita restaurant in Colorado? And yes, they're, reop they're yeah. reopening it in 2023. I can't believe that's that. That's fantastic. I can't, that's so, that's so rad. I love that. All right. <clears throat> hopefully, hopefully it's uh, still a fun place to go. They're not saying really what changes they're making. I wonder if they'll incorporate South Park into it at all. I imagine they have to. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, Tiger Claw says that's where all that South Park money is going to, obviously. Because can you believe that that show's still on? I mean, The Simpsons is on, and then, what, a decade later comes South Park, and they're both still on TV. South Park's been on for at least 20 years, at least. Probably more. It's ridiculous, but yeah. Actually, it's more like 25 at this point. Didn't South Park start in 97? I think it did. It was, I think in, it was the in college. 90s, I know that. Yeah. So, Okay. <laughs> Djurama S says, I know people that ate there, and yes, the food is bad except for the sopa pias. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're gonna skip the classic game tonight since Jamie unexpectedly had to bow out. She'll roll that over to next week. So let's just move on to the world release dates, of which I'm expecting we don't have much. I'm I, I'm assuming maybe Japan has something, but that's uh, probably it. Well, uh, the United States, we've got Hyper Gunsport allegedly coming out on the 28th. That's on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. I'm going to go ahead and jump to the UK where we have nothing um, scheduled to come out for just the rest of December. So, I mean, that's pretty typical this time of year. Who's going to release a game after Christmas? Come on. Yeah, it's not unless you're trying to get that. Well, I mean... I seem to remember Final Fantasy Lightning Returns. It was either 13.2 or Lightning Returns released like January 6th. So. Well, that's fine. And January is fine. But I'm talking about like that week after Christmas. That oh, doesn't yeah. make any sense. No, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, in Japan, you know, the holidays flow a little differently because, you know, Christmas is not the same as like Golden Week or anything like that. But it is still a little slower, especially for the Switch this week. I just see some accessories mostly are coming out this week. So there's some different headsets, but none of them, none of them are first party. And I think the PlayStation 5 uh, is also pretty empty. Yeah, we don't have any releases until One Piece Odyssey in January on the PlayStation 5. So I guess it's a slow time of year over there as well. So that's your release dates. And with that, that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. Uh, I will open it up quickly for any calls. If someone joins the green room real fast over at vognetwork.com slash discord, I'll try to squeeze in a call or two, but I'm not expecting it. Um, Dijerama S says Christmas is a regular day in Japan. Yeah, yeah, but with KFC and strawberry cake. Come on. Come on. Oh, speaking Thank of strawberry cake, look who hopped in the green room. Let's bring them on air. Hi, you're on Orange Launch Radio. Who's this? Hey, it's the one and only Ron. How is everybody doing? I tonight? feel like I was just talking to you. 
<laughs> I have that effect on people. I love that shirt, that sweater, by the way. It's great. It's Ralph. Sh- uh, it's a shirt. Oh, it's but, a shirt. You know, my, my favorite Christmas movie. A Christmas story. And you're not, you're not ashamed to say it. No, no. And what I like about this shirt, yes, it's based off a of street fighter. It's Ralphie beating up Scott Farkas and mm-hmm. everybody's in the background. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's on your mind tonight, my friend? We were talking about Christmas and stuff like that. I, I kind of want to talk about. Like, wait, wait, like, wait. First, first, first. Yeah. Hold on. Hold okay. on. Because I got to I got to go back to something earlier in the program tonight. Uh-oh. So I got to go back to this. And I seem to recall we had this question submitted by DJ Rama S that was, have you ever told a white lie to impress someone you're dating? So Rama, have you ever told a white lie to impress someone you're dating? I mean, well, I mean, are you telling one now? (laughs) No, no, but it's kind of connected to the, to, to the Ruby ring I'm wearing at the moment. But, um, the funny thing is, I was going to tell this story, but I was just going to wait. So, about 20 years ago, you know, I'm at a convention, and I meet this this girl, and it, it was basically love at first sight, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. So, we're walking around the dealer's room, and I... And I didn't know about DDR at the time, but she was really into it. And she showed me a PlayStation setup that somebody had. And she's like, oh, they have DDR over here. And I'm like, yeah, they have that. And she's like, do you play it? And I'm like, yeah, I play DDR. And we kept walking. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, the fuck is DDR? I come home from the con, jump on the interwebs, and start like trying to figure out what this is. And again, dating myself, we're talking DDR USA, second mix, third mix. And that's when I started playing to get an understanding of this game and how I still play DDR to this day. And what kind of brought this full circle is we went to a con back in September and then we went to this like this little fun house place you know it's like dave and busters but not dave and busters you know, <laughs> one of those places. yeah and they had a step mania x machine hmm. and we both were playing and after we played a few rounds i actually confessed to her about the about the little white lie how'd she take it she actually thought it was the sweetest thing ever because oh. after i said i had no idea what it was i went to kind of Make up for it. Figure out, you know, just to kind of back up what I said two weeks prior. Just in case you get called out on it later. Yeah. Yeah. How funny. <laughs> I thought it was going to be you ended up on DDRfreak.com and which I we probably have listeners that were born after that website faded. Like that's how old that website is now at this point, believe it or not. No, I believe it. I but if it wasn't for a DDR freak, oh. I probably would not have been able to find any machines where I lived at the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Rama, I know I might have derailed you with that question, but what did you want to call in to talk about tonight? Well, again, you know, we were talking about Christmas and holidays and gifts and stuff like that. I kind of want to talk about, you know, what was it like for me growing up for the holidays? It was, in a way, no different from anybody else's, but I kind of grew up with the concept of two Christmases. 
Now, money was always kind of tough and whatever. So you would I you would get a gift at the first of the month, and then you would get one on Christmas, or you got it in you got a gift on Christmas, and you got another gift. You got the second gift in January. You know when money was coming in. Okay, and and most of the time. The gifts weren't even wrapped. It was like, you went to the store. My mom was like, is that what you want? I'm like, yeah, I want that. Well, there's your Christmas gift. Enjoy. And then I go home. I play it night before Christmas, grab the wrapping paper, wrap the gift, put it under the the tree, and open it the next day. That was me when I got my Super Nintendo. I, I come home from school and I walk into the main room and I just see it sitting there on the bed. I was just jumping for joy over that. And I played it for like two and a, almost every day until Christmas. Grabbed it, packed it all up in the, into the back in the box, grabbed the wrapping paper, wrapped it up and put it under the tree. Did your parents know you were doing that or no, you just yeah. kind of, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, some of the gifts I would get, it was, it was close. And that was, that was a given. Like, it was like, there were times where, you know, we go last minute Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Like, and the thing is, we didn't go to like KB Toys or Sears or Toys or all of that. And my small little town, you went to the corner electronics stores because there was at least four or five different places that was selling Nintendo games at the time. And I should know, I remember picking up Super Mario Brothers 3 for eight for, for about 80 bucks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. These small corner game yeah. corner stores, they really did not go by whatever the retail it was like you paid this price or you tr- you know go com- somewhere else. To- yeah. And and I remember my cousin, we went out shopping. His mom, my mom, and he, he was the Sega kid. He wanted the Sega Master System. So she was like, is that what you want? And she, he goes, yeah. She's like, well, there's your Christmas present right there. You're going to take it and take it inside. I kind of like, though, that you would still go through that kind of ritual of opening the gift just to kind of play into the you know Christmas and all that stuff, even if you already had it unwrapped, I mean, that's quite a hassle to rewrap your super Nintendo and put it back under the tree. That's uh that's pretty cool that like, that was, you'd still kind of go through that ceremony of sorts, just, um, you know, for the family's sake, I guess. Well, well I mean, to put it bluntly, you know, when you're growing up poor mm-hmm. things, you really don't get that type of opportunity. So sure. it's like, I've had friends, you know, I hang out with them during the holidays. There's all these gifts, you know, and then when I come home, there's a tree and like three presents and mm-hmm. I know what they are, mm-hmm. but I still wrapped them because it was something that I had, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, granted now I have a little two foot tree sitting up here with all of my uh, Hallmark keepsakes sitting around it with some other stuff out. And I, I don't wrap gifts anymore. I just buy it and be like, I'm good. Here I am. Now I will sit there and go through and wrap everybody else's gifts, run to the post office, which I did three times last week, cut all that, and make sure that they get their stuff. I love that. But yeah, um, I don't even think we have a tree this year because the cat the cats have let it be known that we're not allowed to have a tree. So 
<laughs> they're not the yeah. only person. I, 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 Why would you deprive them of their pride and joy uh, of tearing that thing apart? No, thank you. I so. mean, honestly, if I didn't go out and buy like this little tree, the closest thing to the holidays is like my my PC setup. The RGB is in Christmas colors. That's it. Mouse, keyboard, the fans. That's it. Well, the holidays are what you make of it. And like, you know, I'm happy. That's why, you know, even though today's Christmas, I'm happy to be here with all of you. And, you know, it's kind of Jamie was saying before she signed out, like, you know, y'all have been family on Sunday nights for Lord knows how long. Some of you a short amount of time. Some of you a long fucking time. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, Rama. And I appreciate all of you, you know, making that the cut out, you know, time. And I'm really surprised we have as many of you here as we do tonight. It just kind of shows like just how together we all are. And so happy to be here on a special day for uh, everybody. You know, we were able to make it work. So it's just awesome. Rob, like, like I've said to you before, plenty of times, you know, OLR really isn't a podcast. It, it's like a culture of sorts, you know? <laughs> It's like we're go everybody's going to the clubhouse, uh, the OLR clubhouse. It's a church. We're going to go it's a church. Chill. I'm not trying to be sacrilegious, but it's a church. Yeah. We're, we're going to chill and we're going to hang out, you know, like, like, in, like in maybe about in a half hour, service is over. What are we going to do? We're going to chill out in the rectory or downstairs in the basement. Drink the blood of Christ. Drink the blood of Christ. <laughs> Bro, I oh, grew sorry, up. I meant, I meant play <laughs> Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> I got stories. <laughs> no, but it's like that. It's like it, y'all are more than family. It's like if there's a word more than family, that would be it. Like the times where all of y'all ever got upset about various things. What did we do? We sat there in the chat and we we're like, "Tell them. You tell them." Like Rob's going out. Jamie's going out. Oh shit! Loki's preaching. You know he's go he's gonna. It's the good book right there. You know th that, and we're all for that. You know we're like, no, you're not gonna come in to the house of OLR and disrespect. You know the preachers or the deacons. We we're not having that today. Or anybody in the pews. Exactly. If you want to say something, you, you you better put your tithing in and let that collection plate go around and do what you're supposed to do. Uh, Tiger Claw chat says, going to borrow something that was said in a Marvel movie, but going to change it around. OLR is not a show. It's the people. They, well, y'all are a part of the people. We're just, we're just here to do the ceremony of reading the video game news. You all have read about every week, all week long anyway <laughs> on Twitter. So and I can tell you this right now, not even from my own experience, at least half the people that come hang out every week have adjusted their schedule so they can be here. I remember I used to work at uh, Starbucks. I tried to be out of work by 6.37 to be home by 8.39 oh. to listen in. I went to the movies earlier today. But and we're like, a podcast, and we have a lot of podcast people out there that are a part of the family, too. Let's make sure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. But yes. Yeah. I, I went to the movies today. I'm like, I'm going to go catch the 10 o'clock showing. And I'm just like, wait, I'm going to miss half a I decide I went and caught the 4.55 showing. Every, the trains everything worked together. I walked in this house like seven fifty nine. Sat down, ready to rock and roll. I was like, oh, I, like my brain is like, oh yeah, we start at nine o'clock out there. I was like four fifty five, and you made it back in time. Oh, oh yeah, it's three hours later there. Yeah, brains I, is complicated. I mean, you always, you always talk about how the show is going late. We're here like eleven o'clock. I know. I know. 
Well, I'm being, but I am being mindful of you all too, because I realize once it's after nine o'clock for us, I'm like, oh God, it's after midnight on the East coast. And some people have to work tomorrow. Well, except for me this week, you know, but Hey, yeah, hopefully a lot of you, especially in the office world, uh, got tomorrow off as you know, compensation for, uh, that's where I'm at is we have tomorrow off because Christmas is on a Sunday. So we get the day after off. Don't forget next year, you know, Christmas is on a Monday. So it's the same. (laughs) A nice long weekend. Appreciate it. All right. Well, Ramba, before we let you go and wrap up the show, any other thoughts for our listeners tonight? And I appreciate all those nice things you said. I really do. Um, keep on trucking, keep doing what you're doing because we're still here. So, you know, that's right. Haters to the left, players to the right game on. (laughs) Well said. I guess. I was at a friend's house last night for his uh, Christmas party and the whole Holic video. My friend has a third mix machine in his house retrofitted oh, nice. for step mania. And there's like about 5,000 songs on there, official, unofficial, all of that. And as they were selecting, I'm hearing this track. I'm just like, wait, is that what I think that? And I turn and it's discussing what song to play. And it's on Holic. I'm like, let me get 30 seconds of video of this and then post it in the chat and be like, for those who are playing the home version of our game. That's what that's okay. That's the story behind that. Yes. Nice. All right, my friend Rama. It's so good to talk to you. Uh, we'll, we'll talk again next year. You got it. Rob Loki, take care of yourselves and each other. I'm out. All right. Have a good one, Rama. You too. Be sure to check out anime jam session Tuesday nights over at anime jam session, starring the one and only, Ijirama S. Appreciate him being here, of course. All right. Um, that's it. We are really going to wrap it up now. Uh, thank you so much for downloading and tuning into our show, whether you were here live or if you were on the podcast feed, which I imagine more of you uh, would be uh, on the podcast feed this week. Uh, thank you for being here. We hope you all have a wonderful uh, rest of your holiday time, uh, especially going into New Year's Eve. We will be back on New Year's Day, January 1st, 2023. So this actually is our last 2022 show. Uh, we'll be back in 2023 with the first show of our 21st year on the air. You can believe it. Uh, And, you know, thank you all so much for being here and being a part of it. If you enjoyed what you heard, uh, uh, (laughs) then great. No, tell a friend or two about the show. Help us spread the word because you are the show where every gamer has a voice. Uh, A nice five-star review on a spot like uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes. It goes a very, very long way. I really appreciate that. Bobby is reminding that he's hosting uh, uh, AGDQ is coming up. Uh, and, uh, he's hosting, uh, basically overnight shifts, but he's going to be doing the, um, what's overnight for me, but on the East coast, it's like 6am the morning shifts, but he's going to be doing the end of the awful games done quick, including the Steven Seagal game, which sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, check that out. There's more information on our discord over at vognetworkcom slash discord. And I see, I see many folks. Oh my God. Many folks put in chat, putting out biddies right now. Thank you so much for that. You don't have to do that. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here tonight on a um special episode of the show um yeah i'm i'm running out of things to say thank you thank you so much for being here uh so let's move to wrap it up loki do you have any final thoughts for our listeners tonight um no have uh have a happy holidays and um happy new year all right uh and i'll just kind of echo what DJ Rama S was saying, thank you just for being a part of this and the special thing we have here on Sunday nights, as, as Loki alluded to earlier, earlier in the show, we may have passed our prime <laughs> as far as our, uh, 
knownness or whatever you want to call it is, but we appreciate that y'all uh, are still here to keep the party going every week. And honestly, you know, as much as we joke, we're still in a pretty good place compared to a lot of people that do podcasts and live internet shows. I think Bobby had shown a, a graphic from Twitch that showed Vogue Network's actually in the top 3% of like all podcast categories, uh, considering we do only one night a week. That's really impressive. So thank you all so much for that. That's huge. Um, so those of you that show up and, and care enough to be here, uh, and even if you're listening on the podcast feed, many of you are following the channel anyway uh, and still interacting. Love to hear from some more people. Please feel free to send us an email. Longtime lurker, first-time emailer, emailer. This is great. Participate at orangelaunchradio.com if you want to send us an email. Uh, I guess you can tweet us. I've I've been keeping one eye on Twitter because my uh, one of my browsers is logged in on the OLR account. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll see what's going on. Top 1% of all streamers in the talk shows and podcast category. That's great. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, you can send us a tweet or whatever. Emails are great too. Participate at orangelauncheradio.com. That's really all I have to say. I'm rambling. I recognize that. So I'm going to roll credits. Thank you all for a lovely 2022 can't wait to see you all again. Have a great night, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to Orange Lounge Radio. Orange Lounge Radio is a production of OLR Studios. To join us for our live show, tune in to vognetwork.com Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. The views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff of Orange Lounge Radio nor Vogue Network, but you know they were all still true. See you next week. <laughs>